What? We'll be keeping that in five minutes. Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Andrew. And my name is Emily. <laughs> what will be kicking off in five minutes, Andrew? Uh, I, I guess if we're going to jump into what's new that quickly, um, Black Friday uh, at the Fox Cairo shop. I literally just hit schedule uh, and then I went to go check and I did the, wait a minute, why isn't it going through? And I went back and checked again. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, it's because it's scheduled for the next bottom of the hour. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> So, so it's live by the time this is launched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 20% off of absolutely everything in the shop. And yes, I do have items in stock and ready to ship. Maybe I'll do that for Get Offset merch. Be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at, <clears throat> I don't know, I don't remember what it was for international, but I know within the US, uh, if you're ordered, like, if it was like December, like 15th or something like that is what they're saying that you can guaranteed have your shirt by Christmas by for at least merch. And I don't December know if 15th? I, yeah, something like that. I don't know if that I sounds entirely, like a lie. Yeah. I don't buy it. However, I don't buy you know, it. Uh, sale goes through December 1st and I, I feel fairly comfortable saying that a shirt will probably arrive by December 25th. If you order it before December 1st. Yeah. Not, obviously there's no 100% guarantees in any of this, mm-hmm. but I got you back. Shirts are faster than than some other things. I know that for like Get Offset, we do the drop shipping, the approval, yep. and th- 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 those seem to have been going out a little bit faster than than they had been during like a lot of the pandemic, which had right a little sluggish. Because <laughs> I know been a couple um, of days, yeah, yeah. A friend of our, a friend of the show, just bought a shirt, and then it went out like the next day. I'm like, that felt fast. So, well, good on them. Yeah. Well, yeah, twenty uh, percent off of uh, everything toppers included. So, holla at you, boy. I uh, will be working hard. I'm anticipating this upcoming weekend and the following weekends to uh, and weeknights even get all these things out. Let me just open that away from the microphone. Sorry. No, that's fine. Hot that coffee. A, that was a satisfying like depressurization. It was hot coffee. This is an ASMR podcast where I pour hot coffee from my Stanley thermos like a good Pacific Northwesterner. You know, we make it in the pot and then we pour it in the thermos because the keep warm function just, I feel like it burns the coffee. But rather it just it turns into it motor warm. oil. Yeah. Motor oil. And then I'm drinking out of my Cafe Vita mug that's like a little Supersonics. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I. Uh, it's cold in here right now. It's pretty warm in here. It's not that I don't have a heater. Uh, it's that my heater unintentionally stopped working overnight. Uh-oh. Sort of. So <laughs> the explanation. versus intentionally stop. I'm just not going to have all my just going to intentionally stop working. Explanation is that I... You know, I had a friend over yesterday. We we did a whole bunch of cleanup around the yard, including chopping up some of the uh, the logs that have been seasoning in my backyard. It was like, cool, like let's have a fire and do hot cocoa and uh, roasted some s'mores for the little one. And it was wow. a very good time. Then went to sleep, and uh, after the fire was out, it was pretty dang toasty out in the living room. I woke up this morning, and it's uh, a little uh, chilly on 
in the bedroom. I'm like, what in oh. the world? And I go walk out in the living room. It's still nice and toasty out there. And I think what happened is the thermostat, which is out in the living room, read, cool, we don't need heat right now. This is fine. It's, oh. it's downright mm-hmm. tropical in here. And stop uh-huh. the heat that flows to the back rooms because it's one thermostat for the whole house. Yeah, that's not ideal. I don't, that's always a bummer. <laughs> that's kind of how ours is, I think. It's not the end of the world. I don't mind cold that much. I can always throw it like a, get a yeah. long sleeve and a flannel on and I'm just downright toasty now. But what I hate a nice about warm cup our- of coffee would help. The dumbest thing, there are two really dumb things about like where our thermostat is placed. It's placed right above a heating vent. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. It's placed right above. <laughs> if, <laughs> can, I'm going to timestamp that. <laughs> did you go to Archie McPhee or did you order that online? <laughs> Uh, no, it was something that came out of a school uh, a school event and it just happened to be sitting on my desk for I don't for God knows what reason. Oh I was like, God. I'm just gonna. So for those of you who are wondering what's going on, um, oh my God, Andrew's got the, Andrew's hands part got part of the cold is that my hand has gotten very small and I just you know I'm, it was just scratching my beard a little bit with my now newfound very small hand. You know, I recommend getting one of those mini jazz masters. Oh. <clears throat> Hang on a second. <laughs> oh my god! Like I, I'm gonna be honest. That was a little unexpected. Ukulele. Now he's grabbing his ukulele. <clears throat> I know you belong to somebody new. But tonight I know what that was. There you go. Mini Jazz Master. Very nice. Well done. Bravo. Ooh. Bravo. That's good. It actually worked a lot better than I thought it was going to. I was kind of expecting that to sound way worse. Yeah, me too. That actually sounded pretty good through the microphones. Out of me tune, notwithstanding. Yeah. So All you're good. you're saying something before I... I wasn't expecting to notice it the f- first time it went on screen. <laughs> I was expecting it to I be like it just slowly th- through the episode. Dude, I noticed everything. Have you? Have you... I know you haven't noticed, but I'm like... I noticed everything. <laughs> I just P.I. whether or not I choose to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. I'm a regular Columbo. One more thing, um, <sighs> dude. What was I? I don't remember what I was talking about though. That I, just, I don't like, remember either. I was like legitimately listening. I had forgotten that I had had this on my finger from the start of the episode, and I was just like, oh, I got like a little itch right here. <laughs> dude, what was I talking about? We'll come back to it. I'm well, sure I hope it wasn't it was important. Really that important. <laughs> I guess it wasn't. I guess not, man. I had a show last night. It was okay, yep. I guess. Uh, those pictures picture? looked phenomenal. Yeah. That looked like an absolute ball of a time. Dude. 
I'll put them up. I think I already posted one on Instagram, but um, yep. I was just kind of like, it's kind of like an Americana vibe, but we cover peace. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Like the Elvis Costello version of the Nick Lowe classic, and uh, <laughs> I was just like, it was. It's a second to last song. And I just really love that song. And I think that the hot toddy I had had before <laughs> on stage had finally kicked in. And I just start like, nice. I'm just like, jump. I'm like jumping up and down. I'm like doing like the run. And I, and I just really, you know, if you've ever seen like early Elvis Costello videos, they are smashed in them. And they're just like jumping, like they're like doing the running man. Mm-hmm. And they're just doing like, they just look like, it's, it's so funny. And I'm like, I'm going to embrace some of that energy. So uh, I'm just like jumping and I'm like, having a ball and Rick, my husband, he got some really great pictures of me. One, he, he just magically captured, like, I'm just like off the ground. You can see the shadow of my feet underneath it. And I'm just like screaming with joy. It's a perfect picture of me on stage. It's, and I'm wearing like these cute pink overalls that I wore in last week's episode, actually. And my hat Mm. that I wore last week's episode, actually. (laughs) That hat was uh, familiar. Yeah. And I wore my in-ears. Uh it was the first time I'd worn in-ears in a in a show. And I got it was like an 85 cat venue. It was like a test. Like I'm like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't mm-hmm. work out. But I was running my direct bass rig. And yeah, yeah. um and I I bought this little um X5 U4. Um, this is just the receiver, but I had the transmitter here sure. too. And I'm like, if it's this it's such a dead simple system, you plug, plug this in. You, you plug your IMs into here yep. and you just make sure the channels are aligned. You got your volume. You tell the guy or gal behind uh, who's running the sound what you want. They give it to you. And uh, the sound person, like the, the Blue Moon Tavern, they just reopened. So the sound person wasn't like the most experienced with the sound system. It was their first time. You, one of the, It was like their first time doing some of the things they've been doing. I think it was their first time running an in-ear system so mm. uh he did a great job considering and Good. um yeah so it like it was great because our drummer kind of hits a little hard having the 26 decibels blocked being right next to him. <laughs> yep makes a difference and yeah it really did i felt like my ears were being a little bit saved but i could still hear everything i needed to hear and just what i needed to hear truly um, and myself, yep. I felt more present. I felt like my ears didn't have to work as hard to hear yep. myself, especially and the things that yep. I need. like, I didn't have to work as hard to pick out the things that were important. I'm like, so I have the singer's guitar. I have the keys. I have the singer's vocals and everything else is gravy. Like, yep. It's just nice to have. So, um, obviously I could hear the kick just fine. I had a little bit of that in there. And it was, I like, I'm sold. And if I can do that in like a 25 cap, uh, 85, 85 cap venue, mm-hmm. like a, a dive bar, essentially a dive bar with my little right. like $200 X5 unit, like with a USB rechargeable 22 hours of life. Like I just left it on, like I turned it on during sound check, left it on the just whole left time. It on. Yep. Yeah. I feel like I could probably use them anywhere. And I have the UE has like, they have like all their sound signatures and then they have two fits and one fit is like a deeper and you have to see an audiologist and they kind of recommend it for on stage. 
But like I was talking to someone at UE and they're like, unless you're unless you're jumping around on stage a lot and like doing backflips and stuff, you don't you can just use like the the one that doesn't go as deep and that's like an at home sure. fit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I have. Because I mostly do I mostly use it for demos because I'm vain. I don't want people to see my big headphones on. Sure. Sorry, Ryan Burke. I'm vain. <laughs> and uh What is this the sixty cycle hump podcast? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh I just he's got those big cans on all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and then the little when he when he has when he when he travels, he has a little like a talk. The sure. uh uh, it's funny. Um, Wearing over ears is so embarrassing anyways. It's so like last century. I, as Andrew has his big hands on. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying big hands as the woman here. Um, I know. I know exactly what I'm saying. I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, but, uh, and like I said, I was, it was the second to last song. When I was jumping around, like part of me was also like, I'm gonna fuck, I'm gonna see how far I can take this. Take it to the limit. They didn't budge at all. And they didn't fall out. And the seal didn't break. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I I'm glad that I, you know, I didn't I didn't feel regret that I didn't go and get the deeper like canal fit. I just did that at home. Like you, it's actually, it's really neat technology. We're not sponsored by you or anything, but it, it was really, it was really cool. And I was like, <clears throat> it was an experiment. It was a test. I'll do a video about it, but I was actually kind of surprised it worked. <laughs> I'd be but, willing to bet that, uh, those, those will fit way better than my shirt two fifteens that I've got. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're custom fit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, aren't the shirts just like universal fit? <clears throat> yeah, they're universal fit, and that's what that's what my IEM experience has been with is with two fifteens, and yeah. like not the greatest fit, but all the things that you were just saying, like in terms of how much better the experience is versus going with just PAs, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent will always enjoy playing with in ears. Um, yeah. Because another problem we kept having on thing- stage was feedback. Yep. That was the other big thing. Like, Silent and part of stages. it was the new sound system. Yeah. True. Or even just less noise. Like, even if you can just, like, take the vocals out of the monitors. Right. It would make a huge difference. Honestly. Like, let, let people have their oh, totally. amps a little bit. But... Uh, yeah. Sorry for so, interrupting you. Go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted you. We just had so much feedback last night, like from nowhere. No, like it makes total sense. Feedback does happen. That's one of the downsides of having a combination of uh, a lot of things happening on stage, as well as a sound guy that doesn't know how to jockey all of that. Uh, it, it's going to happen. So yeah, and the that's something that so I'm used hot. to. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite. <laughs> Like I, I have experiences in the past of like playing at a ch- uh, church that I haven't been to before. And I'd see like the, the, I was like, can I get a little bit, uh, a little bit more? And the, he, he starts reaching up for a knob. I'm like, why aren't you using the fader? And he's like, well, like gain makes it louder. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh yeah. So I, I like, I've had that 
I, like I've seen that before. It just you take somebody who's inexperienced. You just all of that mixes together so poorly, so quickly. And the beauty of in ears for uh, from my experiences, it takes a lot of that guesswork out. It yeah. makes it simplifies the whole rig so much. Um, it doesn't exactly dummy proof things, but it makes things a lot easier for folks who aren't used to. I mean, larger events and can't expect every every sound person to be able to run yeah. the board at 110%. So, yeah, and stationary players like drummers can even have like a lot more control, uh, more easily monitor their own mixes right next to them. It doesn't even have to be like yep. as wireless. It doesn't have to be wireless at all. But like, oh, I need more me. I have a little volume control right there. Yep. <laughs> It was, it was really so, such a positive experience. And I, I expected a lot more troubleshooting and I didn't have it. And um, yeah, I, I think I'm just, yeah, it was great. Just great. Awesome. <laughs> great. Uh, I guess the only other question I have is, uh, uh, it sounds like you're about 50% of the way to being ready to start playing at churches. No. So I'll just get They're you a dotted eighth delay. <laughs> Do you think I don't already have that? No, I'm just, I'm being funny. Okay. <laughs> I got my volume pedal. I got my dotted eighth. Delay. No, I need my you got boots. You got Stri- the hat. I, need my sh- I don't have my trifecta. I do have my, I did wear my, trifecta I did wear my church was boots. So like 2011. Did- okay. I did. I did have my church boots. I don't think the whole trifecta is out by 2011. 2015. Let's call it 2015. 2015. Yeah. yeah. We'll call it 2015. Yeah. 2011's year of graduation. 2011. College, we're so still either. looking at. Oh, geez. Uh, I was still in high school. <sighs> that just ruined the mood so quickly. So sorry. Um, Good gravy. I, I had something else new that I was going to talk about. And I cannot remember for. Uh, I mean, I I could. Talk I don't about know what else new. You had... I don't know what. Else... Oh, do you own something now? It's literally sitting right in front of me. Oh God, <laughs> I love when that happens. Ta-da! That is a huge oh, pack of stickers. Huge pack of it uh, as so... well with my soul stickers. I've got a hundred of these bad boys to kick, get going. And yes, my sticker supplier yes. can turn around new orders in a couple of days because uh, they're awesome. Andrew's my most friend, popular uh, shirt design. Indeed, which I'm gonna, I'm planning on later this afternoon putting. Uh, I've got, I've been running tests on sweatshirts for it, so I'm gonna drop a sweatshirt as well. But this isn't actually for individual sale. These stickers are for uh, case candy, so Ooh, these nice. will start going in with toppers when they ship out. And if I sell out uh, over a hundred toppers in the next couple of weeks, I can always get more. So don't worry about, uh, no need to worry about falling behind and not getting one. So yeah, just a little something to add into the mix. That's awesome. I love that kind of thing. It's always a nice uh, thing to include. Everybody likes sticker gifts. I have like, so many sitting on my desk, just waiting to be plastered on my workbench. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, will, I'll send one of these over with you 
uh, when I finish making your topper. It's it's more or less done. It's sitting on my desk. But Andrew's that's making a, a, pop- a, a, a popper. A topper for my um, pod go, which I'm very excited about. Should I spill the beans on what's upon which it is based? Why don't we wait till um, it's installed um, on your pod go and we can show it off. Okay. Suspense. Suspense is cool. I like that. Okay. Um, I do have a couple other things that, that are what's new. I have the Greer uh, Sure Shot Clipping Boost. It's been the it's been the the fall slash winter of I guess fall of the boosts, but this one's more interesting. It's not a transparent boost, not a clean boost. Well, I guess it's not. It's a sure shot boost. <laughs> it's a clipping boost. So as it drives your amp, it drives uh, two clipping diodes within this. So it also drives the boost. So it's kind of a dual clipping, dual drive. Interesting. Sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Um. It's dirty. It's real dirty. And I had a lot of fun. I was running it through. I put it over there. Why do I keep putting things just out of my reach? Why can't I do myself the favor? I was putting it through an old Greer drive that I found and bought at the um, guitar store. Uh, yep. And called the Gold Nugget. <laughs> I had so much fun. I just really had a lot of fun doing that. So check out that demo. It's live. And so is this. These are available to buy. Uh, big thanks to Nick Greer, Greer Amps, and Mass Distro for letting me demo that. That's one thing. Great form uh, form factor for, for a boost. I think this is their first mini boot, mini pedal. It's, I really like the aesthetic. Very 1970s. And then Native Audio has their... um. Pretty Bird Woman. It's their hey. new chorus vibrato. Always love Mike's presets. That's always like to have four presets that and not MIDI. Yep. Really choice. Also, also always a great aesthetic. I was talking with a, a friend of mine. I was uh, hanging out at his place earlier this week, and uh, this is related to presets. I promise. Okay. And he's got uh, a, a MIDI controller on his board. He's got, he plays for church. He's got a big old board. And I was like, hey, so like, how, how have you been liking MIDI? And he just looks at me, I, I haven't. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like what's going on? He's like, it's just so much work up front to learn all of it and get through all of it. He's like, I, I haven't been using it. It's like on my board because I made room for it. I've just, I haven't plugged it in. I've just completely oh. unplugged it and it just, it's taking up space. And I'm like, how about that new uh, that new chorus pedal? So, which I think he had actually just got in as well. So, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, presets are the way to go. I'm a fan. Yike! Ooh. Well, I mean, I I get it. I feel that. Um, I prefer presets. I know I should get into MIDI because I feel like it would make my life easier. But and it very learning- well might. It's just the learning curve. It is a learning curve. And it's it's like a, a time investment up front that I know would pay off in the end. Um, anything like that. And, you know, I, I've done that. I did that with, with the Pod Go for a Sunday Crush show. And it was fucking awesome. Straight up. Um, that felt different because doing the Pod Go... It felt, it definitely felt like 
adjusting pedals on a pedal board. Just like the look of things. You're still twisting knobs. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if MIDI feels that way because the, the little experience I've had with it didn't feel that way. Right. So I don't know. Well, yeah. pros and cons for sure. Uh, I, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say that MIDI doesn't have its place, but and I got to say just having a couple four button preset knobs like that is just, that's hard easier. to argue with. It's, it's a lot, e it's a lot easier. Yep. And without having to buy like an external um, controller. Totally. Yep. Yeah. 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 It so sounds great nice form too. factor. Yeah. Uh, oh, of course it does. It's ghost audio. I mean, native audio. Good God. Brain. Native audio. Native audio. There we go. It is native audio. <clears throat> so those I, are all I, I think I mixed up Ghost Ridge and native audio in my head. Yeah, Ghost Ridge is because I had said that a moment ago when I was, uh, before the show started, I was like, oh, no, that's the other pedal I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delay. Another good one. Check out my demo. This episode of the Get Offset Podcast is sponsored by the Caroline Guitar Company. If you haven't signed up for their email list, you ought to because apparently they have something big coming on Black Friday. They've been teasing it on their Instagram and I'm planning on buying whatever it is. <laughs> like you don't even know what it is. You're just sold already. I literally don't. Well, you know, I do what I do. I do what I do. It, you, it, usually you can get a t-shirt with it. Ooh, I do like t-shirts. The last time, last time I, I bought the, um, where is it? Point, Emily, point better. Up, 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 up. There Game you go. Fool's pedal. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, Philippe emailed me and he's like, I saw you bought it, but I sent you one. So <laughs> let's send you a different pedal instead. <laughs> but this time I'm going to buy it. Damn it. I'm going to buy whatever it is. Because so usually, like, it's a limited run. You get, like, a merch item. Maybe a mug. Maybe a shirt. Who knows? I'm so excited. Unless I dream this one, too. It's possible. I'm having weird dreams. Black Friday. There it is. This year. This one's long overdue. It's fun and gnarly and not for everyone. It started with something that was broken. We fixed it and realized we needed to break it again. I wonder if it's a t I wonder if it's gonna be oh, some Buzz Rocious commented, turkey skin pizza. Someone commented no, I, I'd eat and, then, that. and then JHS commented spam and onion pizza. Uh, as long as it's not tuna and corn pizza. Is that like a meme? Uh, no, it's just something that I had in real life. It was like Wait. canned tuna and corn on pizza. Ew. I yeah. don't like that. I didn't either. Like, it wasn't completely inedible, but it was weird. I don't like that. It was like tuna helper, but like on bread. Started saying that was broken, we fixed it, and then we broke it again. I mean, I'm going to guess that it is like maybe a broken amp circuit that they tried to fix and then realized that it like it needed like it was so close to greatness and they took it to the next level. And then I could see something like that. Yeah. It says new pedal and red T-shirt. 
Email list, limited quantities, no relaunch, charitable donation. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Well, that sounds like the uh, the right amount of havoc. Maybe I need to dig deep into my pocketbooks here. I don't see a havoc button on it. But I think the only button is a havoc button, it sounds like. <laughs> At first you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Fantastic. I love it. What are we talking about? I still don't remember from our sponsors. I still don't remember what I was talking about earlier. I have no idea either. It's there's something about the, you know, the sun coming up at like eight 30 and going down at four. That's a, yeah. Brain fog. Darkness. My old friend. Why are you here? It's 4 PM. I just had a panic thought. Uh Oh, we don't like no, panic thoughts. Okay. I just realized, uh, so I went to go order stickers. Uh, they're like, oh, like, do you want to do like the, the, the even bigger size? I'm like, yeah, let's do the even bigger size. Why not? And then I was How like, wait, is, is that going to fit size? my envelopes? And it will fit in the envelopes okay. just barely, but it's like five like, inches. Uh, it's a huge, yeah, these are huge stickers. Let me see. Again. Oh, those are kind of, oh, those are pretty big. Those don't look too big. They're not like obnoxiously large, but they're definitely not like the super tiny here. Like they're not baby. Hand for reference. Oh, geez. Sorry. <laughs> it was the mini hand again. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's like five times the size of your hand. Right. Oh. What is this? A hand for ants? Save me. <laughs> Save me. I can't. Oh, I can't, man. I can't do this any longer. This is the, uh, this is how you can tell that I'm slowly breaking my down over. Which uh, one of us is breaking of, down? Over the pressure of Black Friday. You know, those who saved who stickers. It's going to be like, who broke whom? <laughs> <laughs> slowly cycling down into it. Like. The ultimate show off at like a random friends giving or something oh my god. where it all falls apart. Oh my god. All right. So speaking of Black Friday. And Thanksgiving. And, and shenanigans. Stuff. Sales. Money. Money. Best sellers. Trending. Trends. Talk to me about trends. I don't know what they are these days. What are the kids into? Well, Reverb sent us a list. Reverb uh, is telling us what's up. Reverb, uh, Brooke from Reverb emailed us and was like, hey, did y'all know these are the best-selling pedals of 2021? Interesting. And we're like, wow. 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 So, I started um, doing that in, at my day job, and the other okay. guys in the office have started doing it. And oh so, like, someone, like, you know, like, will walk into the office and be like, oh, wow. And then, you know, I'll go, Wow. And the next day, I go, wow. And, you know, like from Finding Nemo, those those seagulls that go, mine, 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 mine. mine. Like the office turns into a cacophony of that. Oh, my God. It's great. So we are just like the world is like now like just talks like a group chat. It's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're just broken as a society. We are not collectively not not okay. We've um, not been for a while. 
So we have a couple lists. Uh, the 10 best-selling pedals released in 2021. So these are pedals that were released in 21 that are the top pedals. The number one is the Astral Destiny. Really? Which, honestly, I'm kind of surprised. Because someone said in Six Cycle Home, is any is any real music you shimmer reverb in it? <laughs> I was like, Yes. I mean you could you could Google it, but like would people be making it if no? <laughs> would it be selling right. so hard? But this one really shocks me because it was literally just released like two weeks ago. The the Boris collaboration with Earthquaker Devices is the second best selling pedal of 2021 that was released in 2021. That is that's incredible bananas. I, it's it had like that's one with the jackalobes on it, right? Yes, it's the magic. I'm not of even try to pronounce it because I've never heard it said. Yes, this is true. Uh, number three is the Walrus Mako R1. Mako Mako. Did we did we come terms on that? Mako is how I've always heard Mako. that pronounced. Okay. I got Mako. it sitting handy. And then the yeah. then the Walrus ACS one. So. The R1, the ACS1, respectively. Yes, because I put them there mm, into your hands. Um, and then the way huge weirding module, which I'm actually not familiar with because I I don't have any way huge pedals, weirdly. You can't have everything. Oh, that's the like. It's got the sliders. Oh, the, the tradies. I'm not familiar with this. Atreides, yeah. What is that? Volumes. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember right seeing this. Right uh, yeah. Then the JHS Pack Rat, the Boss HM2 Heavy Metal Waza Craft, the Boss SD1 40th Anniversary Super Overdrive, and then the two of the Universal Audio, the Echo Station and the Golden Reverberator. For being as expensive as they were, that's impressive. People are like, oh, they're the, so uh, expensive. This market can sustain some support, like prices that we wouldn't have imagined even when we started this podcast. Yeah, because those walrus pedals were pretty expensive too. Yep. Those were like three fifty, four hundred. Around that range, yep. Like of all these pedals. I think maybe the JHS Pack Rat is the least expensive. Probably. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's actually pretty, pretty expensive. And a lot of these were, they did come out later in the year. I think the earliest ones that came out were the Walrus Pedals. So those had the most time to sell. And then the Pack yep. Rat, the... Earthquaker, uh, Boris collab. Those came out most recently um, for sure. I don't really remember when the boss pedals came out. Those might've been earlier to mid year. Pre-ordered yeah, last Destiny year. And then definitely early in the sold. year. Okay. Uh, the Astro Destiny was definitely earlier in the year. Um, yep. You Universal Two Audio. Weeks, I feel like that was the summer. It's, I just, that's, Two weeks. The art on that does look super sick. I'm not going to lie, though. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want it. And then overall, best-selling pedals. Um, Keely Comp Plus. 
uh, Ditto yep. Looper, HX Stomp, DS1, mm-hmm. Hologram mm-hmm. Electronics Microcosm. Fascinating. I, I did. Yes. The, the, I am, I'm assuming my the, the one, the, the infinite jets I sold that someone thought was a microcosm doesn't count toward that. Unfortunately. <sighs> the Proco Rat 2, Carbon Copy, Blues Driver, Iridium, SD1, TS9, Plumes, uh, Op Amp, Big Muff Reissue, Polytune 3, Chromatic Tuner, Crybaby Wah, uh, Killy Caverns, Morning Glory V4, Graphic EQ, and Digitech Drop. So what is the so newest? So a lot of the usual suspects. The Microcosm is really the only truly interesting one in there, I think. Yeah. It's, it's the only really weird pedal. The only really weird pedal, I think. It's the only yep. thing that's not like a utility or an overdrive, I think. Yeah, it's the only thing that's not a utility, overdrive, or like a classic. Right. So that's really fascinating. Like that's, carbon copies always pedal. go so well. Yeah, well, that's a classic. I would call that a classic. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's look at best-selling amps because this not. This yeah, the best-selling amp is fascinating. Can you guess what the best-selling amp of 2021 was? I demoed it. No. It's not a Fender. It is a Fender. Oh, it's the micro it's a, amp, the Mustang it's micro. It's the Mustang micro. Yes, yes. And I yep. tell you what, my mom plays it all the time. Like my mom wanted it, and. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. probably not going to use it. So yeah, if you're going to use it, have it. Like I gave it to her when she was in town. She uses it all the time. Yeah. All yeah. The time. yeah. So that's, that's the awesome. top selling amp of 2021. And it came out in 2021. After that's the Boss Katana Mark II, the Positive Grid Spark 40, which doesn't surprise me. There's a lot of hype I around feel, that. There's a lot of hype there. I feel like there's nobody who's like, in the middle ground on that i feel like you either love it or you hate it and there's like of people who have experienced it i don't feel like there are people who are like it's fine uh then the orange micro dark the orange micro terror which i have a micro terror i enjoyed it yamaha thr 10 2 then the thr 32 um those are both fun uh, mm-hmm. I don't think they're, I don't think either of them is in stock, so you can't keep them in stock. Uh, Vox AC, Vox, Orange Crush, Fender Tone Master Deluxe Reverb at number 10. Is that what you have? Yeah. And the Tone Master comes in before the Fender 65 reissue Deluxe Reverb. People want that lightweight, man. Yep. Then there's That's the- uh, not yeah. at all surprising. And get this, the Fender Rumble, Rumble 100 ties with the Boss Key. TN Mini. That's what Rick's getting for Christmas. Hope he doesn't watch this podcast. You know he doesn't. <laughs> and also, you know, I'm not going to be able to hide that before Christmas. So <laughs> it's not that uh, big. It looks pretty nice. I That's could just deliver it like 5 a.m. Christmas morning. <laughs> I don't know if I can actually offer that, but that, that would be funny. You know, I'm probably just going to give it to him before, before and then just give him some other stuff to unwrap. Mm. I don't know. Well, it's getting delivered or you could just here. like steal it from like the night before, wrap it up and just like whatever leftover wrapping paper hodgepodge that you have. 
do I mean, like an he, intentionally horrid rapping job. He knows what he's he knows he's getting it. It's like the it's like the one thing that he knows he's getting because I'm not gotcha. just gonna buy I'm not just gonna buy somebody an amp of all things because so I ordered from the Fender site because um, I had a coupon mm-hmm. and I just so people know I did buy this. <laughs> I did buy this Fender yep. gift. I, I didn't work through a rep to get it for free. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the had, I just, I'm so sad they didn't have the 200 in stock because that seemed like it was like the Goldilocks. I was sure. like, they have the 100 and they have the 500. And the 500, 500 just seemed like too much. <laughs> it'd bring home, it bring down the whole home. E- well, 500 doesn't mean five times as loud. <laughs> Sure, but I've played a 500 watt solid state bass amp before. Like you can get those, you can get those moving. You can. So we're doing the 100. Nice. Yeah. If I had to get one, that's what I get as well from that mm-hmm. Rumble series. Yeah. After that's the Boss Waza Air, the Fender Blues Near Three, Marshall Fender Champ Twenty, Terra Stamp Twenty, Fender Rumble Forty V Three, um. Kemper Profiler Stage, Marshall Vintage Studio. I mean, there's a lot of amps. Yep. I'm I kind of would have put personally. I have the Fender Studio Forty Rumble Forty Rumble Studio Forty. That's like the Mustang GTX, which I was actually yep. also kind of surprised not to see in there, just because I think it's a fun modeling amp. But I guess that Katana, the Boss Katana, is still kind of ruling the modeling effects amps. Yeah, but um, do yeah, a little bit surprising in that regard. Um, I'm also I don't know if it's just because it came out later, but this that the Tone Master Super Reverb's not in there yet. Maybe next year. It's also a really big amp. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's not a for everyone kind of a situation. It's, but like, in my it. mind, and this isn't really based off of anything like demonstrable, so- but. When I got it, I'm like, this is so big. I was like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. Like but the deluxe I, reverb, I feel like is about as big as like your average guitar player is going to want to have. Yeah. In terms of amp size, anything larger than that starts to get into the, you must be really into this and or have a lot of space. But I mean, yeah, so when I when I, when I gigged with that and somebody asked me if, he, if I needed any help getting anything off the stage, I was like, nope. And I just like, woofed <laughs> and just like lifted it. <laughs> Just like Dear look on that dude's face, like <laughs> he's like he just like he winced. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> he didn't see I mean, the tone. That, he, he, did, he didn't know what a tone master was. I think he just expected it to be like eighty pounds. <laughs> I was sure, like, I mean, you see a four ten combo, and someone just like lifts it with a pinky. Whoop. It's like whoa, yeah, I work out. Maybe she's not fat. Maybe she just ripped. <laughs> you should just be like, yeah, I'm vegan. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. My that vegan was powers. So funny to me. All right, that was cool. You just know he's like waiting, like he's like ah, like he can feel that, like that sympathetic back tear, <laughs> lower vertebrae, disc slip. Oh my god, he's experienced. Oh, over totally, the years. dude. That was so good. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move to guitars real quick because this is fun. Yeah, I want to see. Has uh, ha- choir been dominating that? Because I have a sneaky suspicion. <laughs> So, all right. 
You know, somebody posted something. I think it, I forget what group it was in, but someone said erroneous, erroneously, I think that the the Silver Sky outsold every Stratocaster, and according to Reverb, that's yep. not true. At least on Reverb, mm-hmm. I guess we should specify these are sold on Reverb, which is I think probably why the Boris pedal sold more. Uh, than a lot of other pedals because they had that limited sure. edition that sold directly through reverb. So I yep. forgot to point that out. Um, I mean, that could definitely will likely impact those numbers, but still. Yeah. But, but, Impressive nonetheless. Yes. Um, I don't think it'll impact any of these numbers. So the number one guitar sold um, was the Fender Player Telecaster. Okay. All righty. Number two. Fender Player Stratocaster. After that. Alrighty. All 21 frets of goodness. Silver Sky after that. Followed by Squire Affinity Telecaster. And I'm surprised an Affinity is higher than a Classic Vibe. It's a better series. Uh, Followed by the American Professional 2 Stratocaster. PRS SE Custom 24. uh, Ampro 2 Tele. Gibson Les Paul Standard 60s, Gibson Les Paul Standard 50s, ESP, LTD, EC1000, Squire Affinity Series Strat, Fender American Standard Strat, PRSE24, American Professional Series Strat, Fender American Ultra, Tele, finally a Jazz Master, the J-Mascus, and then mm-hmm. finally another Rest Jazz peace, Master, the Classic Vibe 60s Jazz Master. American Standard Strat, Gibson Les Paul Classic, Standard Strat. Oh my God, so many Stratocasters, Telecasters, and Les Pauls. There's still like the guitar de choix. Yep. Maybe maybe offsets aren't like the most popular guitar in the world. Only two Jazzmasters <sighs> in the list. Yeah, but since one is being mainstream cool, you know? I mean, never. I don't want to be mainstream. I just want to make money. Can I make money and not be mainstream? Uh, nothing really exciting in there. Nothing's particularly mind blowing outside of just the reinforcement of what we've kind of been expecting to see out of this list, which is, I mean, Fender's been pretty open about having the, their best sales year of all time, like ever. And I think that shows Yeah, just with how many Fender and Squire names are on that lineup. Yeah. It's, it's something undeniable because it, it's not just like the number you just think about like the gross total versus how many you saw of um i think gibson and prs are the other two that i heard the most and yeah i mean did fender like total number uh on of representation on that list outdo gibson and prs combined yeah so yeah <laughs> you didn't see any epiphones on that list either oh i didn't think about that you didn't see it. And so, like, you saw Squires. You see two yep. PRS. You see one ESP. You see wait, uh, three PRS. I'm sorry. You see one, two, three. I see th- I three Gibsons. I mean, Fender just obviously. But they, they in that they have so many models and that's how it came out is wow. Yep. Big wow. 
Big wowza. Yeah. So props to Fender. Gibson also has a lot of models though. Um, Gibson does. They've got a, I'm trying to think like if I'm going to buy a Strat, there's a couple rounds of um, Squires. Then you got your uh, player series. You got your American, you got your ultra deluxe um, situations. Uh, or like your standard ones versus like Gibson's. I think there's like five different levels that are standard. So I imagine that does have an impact on that list, but yeah. still. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Cause I would think that if you were just like, if you were just looking at Les Pauls versus Stratocasters versus Telecasters, I think it would shake out a little differently. It, it might look a little less dominating, but mm-hmm. even then I, I'm not sure I think the numbers don't tell the whole story here, but I yeah. think they do tell part of the story. I don't think it's 100% misleading. And I also don't think you're buying, like Gibsons are also more expensive in general. And I don't, I think that you're probably a little bit less likely to buy like a $3,000 guitar on reverb than like a $1,000, $1,500 guitar player, on reverb. Player telly. Yeah. Affinity. Strat. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's probably skewing the numbers. At least a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they're all going to release all of their sales numbers, period. But I'd be so curious to take a look at the uh, yeah year-end review in their executive meeting. The base list is a little more interesting. How so? Uh, number one, Fender P base. Number two, Squire Affinity Precision Base PJ. Uh, PJ gang, three. let's go. <laughs> Number three, Fender Player Jazz Bass. Uh, number four, Ibanez GSRM20. Number five, Rickenbacker 4003. Interesting. Uh, then, yeah. I wasn't expecting a Rickenbacker to be that high. Uh, Squire Classic Vibe Bass 6. Oos. I have one. Uh, Ibanez SR3300E. Then American Professional 2 P-Bass. Then Squire Affinity Jazz. Fender P-Bass. Hofner Ignition Pro Violin Bass. For everyone who wants to embrace their inner uh, Paul McCartney. Then another Rickenbacker. Gresh Jr. Jet 2 Bass. Fender Jazz Bass. Fender Offset Mustang Bass PJ. That's what I play. Um, Squire Affinity Bronco. Ibanez Talman Bass, Fender Standard Jazz Bass, Classic Squire Classic Vibe Jazz Bass, and then Epiphone Thunderbird Six. I think that's a six. Or is that a four? It's a four. <laughs> Sorry, Roman numerals. Yep. <laughs> My bad. I'm like that. Don't look right. It's so like, we got just having a stroke. It. Someone call IXII. Oh my god! Stop. Don't do this. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously a, a little more diversity in brand names there. The Rickenbacker up there so high is yep. Not, not surprising to see a, Ibanez take uh, take a decent chunk as well. I mean, it's a twenty one hundred dollar Rickenbacker base being like number four on the list. Oof. Thank you, Michael Sarah. It's like ten dollars. It's like ten pounds too. They are heavy. I don't know that. I'm not familiar with that Ibanez. Oh yeah, now I am. I uh. I've always liked the idea of a Rickenbacker 4003. Uh, oh, that I'm sorry that the higher ranking Ibanez base is like uh, 180 bucks. I think Rick has one of those. It must be yeah, just I mean, like a beginner base. 
super common, sold tons of, of that kind of Ibanez at, when I was at Guitar Center. Mm-hmm. Um, just flowing out the door like water. Standard first first metal base. Yep. Yeah. Eats their nine volts like nothing else if it's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. That Gresh jet base? Oh, because th- it's $300. Okay. I get it. It all makes sense. Once in a while, you're like, oh, what is that? I'm not familiar. Talman base. Cheap. Oh, and that Talman base is $200. That's cool. That's a cool looking base for $200. The Talman. Uh, I'm not familiar. You want to send me the link? Yes. Copy link address sent to Andrew. Control Z. Or Control C. Control V. Control V. <laughs> Undo. Undo. <laughs> Undo. Oh, yeah. No, I am familiar with this one. Um, that Dude. looks very similar to uh, my PJ behind me. I, I like it. Incre- I like the cream color. No, I, <laughs> I, I like black with tort on bases quite a lot, um, which is explains the one that I have. You know how I feel about um, I just wear a lot of black on stage. I'm also wearing maroon pants today. See? Oh, nice. Matching pants. I'm glad I didn't wear my red flannel. That would have been embarrassing. My base is still in its bag. Nope. Did I? I did, didn't I? No. You want to talk about acoustic guitars? Because that's where it gets really interesting. Uh, I would love to talk about acoustic guitars. I'm trying to think here. What would I guess? I mean, Martin Taylor Gibson, Yamaha. Oh, you're never going to guess number one. You're never going to guess number one guitar. Um, but I'm going to go with never number one is going to be Orangewood. Nope. Gresh G9500 Jim Dandy. Really? Yamaha. Never would have guessed it. But it's $179. And it is just probably the guitar you would throw in the back of the car when you're going camping. And it looks awesome i would i would buy this guitar you know i do i do know a guy that had one of these Mm-hmm. yep the next one is the taylor mini which is what i would have guessed yep um number three is gonna make so many people so angry <laughs> it's the uh uh fender american acoustasonic telecaster <laughs> that's the number three would, selling acoustic guitar on reverb.com is the acoustic American American acoustic telecaster people have been losing their minds over that and they're like why do they keep making more versions and the honest answer is because they're it sells. selling they can't keep Sweetwater Give. can't keep them in stock I was trying to add the affiliate link to the video and it had already sold out so I couldn't add the affiliate link to the video because I can't add affiliate links I can't, I can't add them as easily and as natively to yeah, products yeah. that aren't in stock. Shop our affiliate link on Sweetwater to support please. this channel. Please. Oh, God. Pretty please. please. Listen, we get like 3 to 6% back. It costs you zero, zero extra dollars. Uh, after that is the PRS SE Parlor. The trend I'm seeing is people want small acoustic guitars that are affordable. Or Acoustasonics. Uh, the next is the Taylor GS Mini. Then it's the Martin Backpacker. Then it's the Little Martin. And then it's the American Acoustasonic Jazzmaster. 
which I love. That's, I I guess, I, I, like, I know they've been doing well. But that well? And I guess I, I, when you said, let's talk about acoustics, this will get interesting. It didn't occur to me that these would hit the acoustic charts and not the electric charts, but. I mean, they're more acoustic instruments. Yeah. Yep. No, absolutely. And this is kind of, I feel so out of touch by not having guessed that. Yeah. It, it seems so intuitive now that you're saying it out loud. Yeah. And by the time we get to like a larger body acoustic guitar, the Gibson J45, which is like a more standard, mm-hmm. we're at number nine. The J45 Gibson is number nine. Then we have the Yamaha FG800, Fender FA15, yep. which I think is still a small body. Let me look. Nah. I don't know. I'm actually, and that, but that's still a cheap acoustic, a less yep. expensive acoustic, which I think is probably like if you're buying an acoustic guitar and reverb, you're probably buying, you're probably not buying like the world's best acoustic guitar. On it, it's going to be laminate. Yeah. You got, yeah. Cause you have to buy that in person. Cause you really have to hear it and feel it because every like things can vary so much, even if you're trusting quality control, like yep. it's just, yeah. Um, so that's something to consider the Martin, a Martin triple lot 15 M. A Cordoba C5. I'm actually not familiar with that. Uh, classical. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yep. Gibson G45. Fender American Acoustasonic Stratocaster. Down at 15, tying with the Seagull S6, which I love the Seagulls. Seagulls are great. They are great for the money. Uh, then another little Martin, the followed by a Martin D28 Gibson LGO. Then a three-way tie between a Gresh, a Martin, and a Taylor, and then another Taylor. Like, this. So you can see what people are buying online. They're buying small-bodied, affordable acoustic guitars that they can um, throw in the back of a car and take on a camping trip. Yep. And Acoustasonics. <laughs> I love and my, the, uh, yeah. I, I do love my Seagull Dread, and I do take it with me on trips just to, mm-hmm. to noodle around on. Yeah. But... If I were to swap that out for like a GS Mini, I mean, they'd make the portability factor is so much better. I, you know, want a little Martin really badly. Like, I love those little Martins. Like, I played one at Chicago Music Exchange and really fell in love. And I just didn't get really, we didn't really get around to buying one. That's well, the but, that's a good guitar that Ed Sheeran got to start with, right? I don't. If know. I remember correctly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know it. I don't know much about Ed Sheeran. I think he plays one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll I fact took, check that later. At the same time, I took my Acoustasonic to uh, my Jazzmaster Acoustasonic uh, on my cabin trip and had a lot of fun with that. It was it. It kind of I think produced around about the same volume as the small bodied acoustic probably would, and. Obviously, I was a little more worried about it because it's a more expensive guitar than like a little sure. Martin. Um, yep. But, you know, I had, um, I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. So, you know, it kind of served that same purpose. But so that that's what people are buying. That's what people bought in 2021. I'm really glad Reaver broke out the pedals, at least for like things that were released more recently, because it seems like people buy the same things year after year after year. They do. Yeah. But I was I'm shocked by this um, acoustic list. Like I knew acoustics were selling well, but I didn't know that they would like. I didn't know that 
three of them would be in the top 20, two of them would be in the top 10. And the player, this, this, the one that just got released, I, I, I think it's going to be in the top 10 next year because it's more affordable. Oh yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, it, if they've been able to sell and like hit charts like that with a $2,000 offering, yeah, bringing it back down to like give or take half of that is likely to blow things up pretty quickly. Yeah, totally. Totally. I'm curious to see if they're going to do, I actually don't know the answer to this, but I mean, that, that's, they've just done the one body shape, uh, body shape for the player yeah. series. And I'm curious to see if they're going to expand on that. Well, if it sells well, I bet. Um, looking at the chart, I hope they do the jazz master next. I'm selfishly. I hope they do the jazz master next. It's clear that oh, the totally. jazz master is selling a lot better than the strat, but you know, I know the strat is their flagship shape. It is, but Jazzmaster sells better. I think it sounds better, uh, just because the body's bigger. No, that makes it's sense. Good. Yeah, the body's bigger. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, that's all I've got. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Happy, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Maybe full of thanks and not very full of colonialism. <laughs> Indeed, I'm gonna pay my pay my tribal tax. Tax, Seattle. What is my what? Did it? Da, da, what tax? What do I? Um, yep. No, it'll be nice to actually get to see people over the Thanksgiving weekend this year. Pretty sure we just hunkered inside last year. Yeah. Duwamish. For those of you who are wondering what in the world Emily is doing right now, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you are a, you're don't. I'm paying my real giving. Rent. Yep, giving money to uh, one of the local indigenous peoples groups. Yep, I'm paying my real rent. Putting your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Check out real rent. Google it. I am too. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, check us out on patreon.com slash get offset. Uh, the $5 level will get you access to our discord server, which is really fun. Uh, we have merch at get offset podcast.com slash shop. I'm going to try to remember to do a black Friday sale and I can't tell who is walking down whose stairs. Sounds like you are. Uh, someone um, just opened my door and went, Okay. So, all right. On that yep. note, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. My name is Emily, and my name is Andrew. All right, ready? Goodbye. One, two. Three. Bye. <laughs>